This is Daily Story 133, Amy. The orbital station gave her ship clearance to land. She docked where orbital control instructed her to. Autopilot matched the spin of the station and slowly lowered Amy's freighter onto the pad. Even in the station's modest artificial gravity, Amy felt shackled by the burden of weight. She had been out in deep space for months. Her health monitor beeped and recommended she stay two weeks to stave off zero-G syndrome. The ship finished the details of docking while Amy stepped into the station with a small refrigerated box. Sometimes it wasn't wise to collect a bounty first thing when you landed. Some people are eager to liberate fat purses from their owners. But this place wasn't so dangerous, and Amy's bounty was just pay-the-bills money, not refurbish-your-ship money. Hey, long time, Amy. Who's in the box? Asked the hairless Emerin. Hello there, G. No one who will be missed, I think. I've got his head, health monitor, and an implant I haven't seen before. I almost missed it when I was digging through him. Bounties required two-factor identification. The galactic standard was significant brain tissue. This also helped prove the bounty was actually dead. And a serialized implant, usually a health monitor. Xi gloved up and processed the remains. Oh, this guy. He sucked. He always gave the bookies grief. I got stuck behind him in line more than once. One should not disrupt Xi's race betting, said Amy. You get me, kid. I've released your funds. You selling the mystery implant? Amy held the implant in her hands and examined it again. Do you know what it is? She asked. Xi shrugged. No, but most mystery implants tend to be worth a bit if you can find out what it does. Amy sold it to Xi. She had no desire to ferret out a better buyer. She took the rest of the day off and lounged in the artificial hot springs on the station. The bulk of her time the next two weeks was spent recovering physically and resupplying her ship. On a mindless walk around the station, she found herself in the archive. A few years ago, she was hardly anywhere else, researching the Nika group and the galactic objects they seemed obsessed about. There was such a fire in her then, in search for her husband. Time had chilled her fury to a bare ember now. It was just too much to be so hell-bent for so long. Far too much. Now she just stayed out in space, flying from cold trail to the next, looking for the Nika group, who, to all accounts, had simply vanished. She never found anything of substance at the myriad of places they were rumored to have been. The archivist greeted her. Welcome to the archive. Can I help you find something? No, thanks, said Amy as she left. Xi messaged her on her communicator. Swing by the shop tonight. He didn't do that unless he had a scoop on a good bounty. She went over after her evening meal. What's up, Xi? Come in. Xi beckoned and turned on a small signal jammer. The device hissed and gave them each a low headache. What's with the migraine machine? asked Amy, rubbing her temples. That implant you sold me. It's bad news, Amy. That thing is very advanced and very experimental. Your bounty was some guinea pig for some dangerous tech, I think. Xi leaned in. This is bureau tech, and it isn't cheap. Where did you find that guy? Amy's eyes widened. The bureau? I found him near four-star pillar. I was following some old Nika leads. Listen, Amy, I've dealt with the Bureau once before. They're nuts. Half the time they're calm, cool cucumbers, and the other half you disappear in a black bag forever. So what's the point? 
she asked. The jammer was starting to cloud her thoughts. Point is, I'm sure I can sell this thing and wash my hands clean, but you off the guy carrying it. The guy who might be under bureau surveillance. So step lightly for a few months, all right? Amy took his advice to heart. Xi was an old-timer and knew a thing or two about how the galaxy worked. She decided to leave right then. She tapped a signal to her ship to begin undocking and switching from shore to local power. She called in to orbital control to request an early departure. Fifteen minutes later, she was in her ship, engines warmed, and all systems nominal. Docking, please release locks on pad 772, she radioed in. There was no response. Docking control, please release locks on pad 772, she tried once more. The operator came on. Sorry, there's a hold on your ship. Please come to the operations office immediately. Amy didn't like the feel of the situation. It read all wrong. She switched a monitor to the underbelly cameras on her ship. The locks couldn't be easily bypassed, and definitely not without damage. She had to go clear this up. She unbuckled her harness and had the ship spin down the engines and return to shore power. When she opened the airlock, a man and a woman stood before her. Good evening, Amy of Terra Free. We're with the Bureau. We have a few questions for you. That was story 133. And previously, in situations like that, I've just left the story there. But what I'm going to do, and this is a first time for the Daily Story Project, is I'm going to say, to be continued.